I just gave them the slip. It wasn't difficult. They're not all that. Well, how did you get in? There is a back door, David. I tried to tell you before you went and smashed the window. Well, I wasn't the one who was blowing our cover by having a tiff with my boyfriend. He's not my boyfriend. I might be a bit warm. The cooler's off. Thanks, babe. Very British horror. horror. Um, Chris, what's that have you got on your shirt there? It looks like you've got a bit of bit of red on it. Have I? Oh, that's a reference to the film <laughs> that we're going to be discussing in this very podcast. The film, of course, is Shaun of the Dead. Yep. So, what can we say about Shaun of the Dead? It's a British horror film, but it's also it a comedy. Yeah. So we're crossing the boundaries into comedy, comedy horror. Let's face it, comedy horror has not got a fantastic reputation. <clears throat> no. Carry on screaming. Well, apart from Carry On Screaming, there are very few great comedy horror films. <laughs> I'm trying to actually think of any any horror comedy horror films. Abbott and Costello meet. Yeah. I can't remember laughing, but I think I've seen it. <laughs> not many British ones. Oh well that that's true. That's true. Um so let but let's go back to the beginning. <coughs> yeah. Let, let's let's talk about how this film came about. Okay. Because it has its origin in television. It does indeed. In the nineteen ninety nine series Spaced. Which stars, um, which stars Simon Pegg and Jessica Stevenson, who is now Jessica Hines. I, I noticed you used the present tense. I'm afraid it's finished, Paul. It's <laughs> over now. <laughs> but but yes, uh, Simon Pegg and Jessica Stevenson starred and wrote the program, yeah. which was directed by Edgar Wright. Yeah. Um, Usually the uh, identity of a television director is completely irrelevant, but for the purposes of this discussion, yeah. <laughs> it is relevant because Edgar Wright directed Shaun of the Dead. Yes. And he also directed a, another, um, I guess, I suppose it had horror moments in it, but a series called Asylum, which was shown oh, that satellite show that they, yeah night on some weird channel or other. But it's quite interesting, and you can find bits of that on YouTube. But Edgar Wright directed those. As well, Simon Pegg was in an episode yep. of Doctor Horrible's House of Terrible or something. Yeah, <laughs> that's Steve Coogan. Oh yeah, no, I'd forgotten about that as well. <laughs> I, I remember not liking that at the time. It, he's actually in the worst, the very worst episode of it. Oh right, <laughs> I can't remember anything about it, so I can't even remember what the worst episode was. I oh, probably shouldn't really talk about that. Okay, let's not talk about that. Um. But Space was tremendously successful, influential 90s slacker. slacker? Yeah. Kind of, yeah, yeah. Um, um, about Simon Pegg's character, Tim, Jessica Stevenson's character, Daisy, 
um, who were thrown together pretending to be boyfriend and girlfriend in order to, to get this flat. a flat. We, yeah. we, we're looking for a professional couple. Um, that gets dropped really quickly though. I mean, that's I think that's uh, mentioned a couple of times in the first few episodes and then, and then mostly kind of forgotten about really. It's a conceit for a pilot. Isn't yeah. It? But it, it was it was very noticeable for trying to break television boundaries and um, it, the, the episode in the first series art yeah. had um, these horror sequences which yeah. were well the, the the space itself it, for anyone that hasn't seen it like to reference other films and TV shows and other sort of pop culture things at the time. Um, they got really angry about the Star Wars prequels. I seem to remember. That's fair enough, though. <laughs> See, uh, and space, space is quite. I, I'm quite fond of space because it, it it sort of fits in with a time when I moved away from Red Hill and Margate and home and and moved up to Kilburn in London. And so, um, although though it's not like my life was then, there are certain bits there, including something in, in the episode that, that you mentioned that inspired Shaun of the Dead, which was playing. Resident Evil 2 for hours on end. And I remember playing that hours on end in the dark on my own and managing to freak myself out playing that. This, this episode, which we just rewatched, um, the episode with the zombies in, um, has some quite effective direction given it's a sitcom. It's not even, yeah. it's not even horror television. Um, no. It, it, it's got a, a good opening sequence with Tim versus the zombies and then later on the zombies come back. Admittedly, the the zombies aren't real in this. This <coughs> is because he's taken speed. Yeah, cheap oh, speed from two very nice Scottish girls. Yeah. Um, just like in your Kilburn phase? Yeah. No, I didn't do that. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> um, I find it's a really good episode, a really good sitcom. But what I find most interesting about this whole thing is that it's not inspired by British horror at all. It's inspired by a video game. And this is why yeah. Shaun of the Dead is a zombie film and not like a vampire film or a werewolf yeah. film. Yeah. Because I don't think Simon Pegg and Edgar Wright actually you know, pay too much attention no. to British horror at all. They, if they pay any attention to horror... It's American horror. And the title, Dawn of the Dead, yeah. is an allusion to Dawn of the Dead. You're wearing a Dawn of the Dead hey. T-shirt. And I, I saw, um, when I was researching this, this episode, I, I saw like Simon Pegg's top five films, his favourite yeah. five. And the only horror film was Dawn of the Dead. There were no British films yeah. in the list. No British horror Dawn, films Dawn of the Dead's very good, though. And, and they're, they're obviously fans of things like uh, Evil Dead and that kind of thing. Evil Dead Films are obviously great. They they they, they certainly are. Um, There's an Evil Dead poster in the episode there is, of, yeah. uh, of Space we just watched. Um, so they are, but they're not coming from the British horror no, uh, tradition no. at all. And obviously, they, it's a they, long time. I mean, it's ten years old. This film, long time after the Golden Age. Yeah, thirty years, thirty years after after British horror effectively died. But effectively, I think what they, they do do quite well with this film is transplant that, that American zombie type um, genre into in quite successfully into a very British 
setting and very British um, characters. That's right, and that's one of the things that Shaun of the Dead in Space has in common, that you've got the um, contemporary British and something that you can relate to. I mean, we're kind of the same age as Simon Pegg and Jessica Stevenson, and we can relate. Yeah, yeah. we can we can relate to them. Um, but they keep it grounded. But they've also got. I think this might come from Edgar Wright. Um, a cinematic sweep, a kind of ambition that yeah. um, you know it was obvious if you from the episode. But it was obvious at the time that space was going to lead to films if yeah. it could, because that that's kind of you know. The, those those episodes of space are like little mini films. Yeah, and, that, and, they, and they did they did um, parody lots of film bits within it so much so that they, in the I think in the second series of space the DVD you can select subtitles which actually tell you what all the film references are and effectively take the fun and joy out of the series. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, um, and one of the references in Shaun of the Dead is a reference to space, as we just saw. There's a, yeah. a, there's, a there's an exchange of dialogue which is transplanted from from the episode Hull, art, Hull, Hull, Hull 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 yeah, directly into Shaun of the Dead, and it's funny both times. Yeah, <laughs> so so you, you've got to remind that. But but I think that's just generally part of. Um, I think that comes a bit from Simon Pegg and Nick Frost's kind of comedy side of things that they 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 well, let's, banter let's, they've developed and I think that there's lots of running gags that occur well, in this that have occurred previously or will occur later on in other projects and let's talk about Nick Frost because he's in space as a supporting character as Mike yeah um but he, and that was his first role in yeah of any significance in anything yeah. he, he he wasn't at that point, a comic actor or an actor. He, he, was, he was a waiter. And, and, and Simon Pegg's flatmate. Yeah. They are very good friends. Yeah. And by the time you get to Shaun of the Dead, Nick Frost is... Well, he, he plays uh, Shaun's best friend. Yeah. Uh, Ed. Yeah. Um, and... And sort of flatmate. Housemate. I think yeah. they're housemates, aren't they? Um, and... Jessica Stevenson has kind of been dropped. Yeah. Though she is in Shaun of the Dead. Yes, yes, yes she is. Um, <laughs> okay, I think we should I think we should start with the kind of brief uh, overview of the first act. Yeah. Because I love this. It's so technically brilliant. Yeah. The, the, the first act of Shaun of the Dead is this little story about Shaun who's a... Uh, a loser. He's 29, but he's still yeah. working in a shop. He's the oldest person in the shop by a long way. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, um, and he's living in this um, shared house with his loser friend Ed, but also their other university friend um, Pete, who's grown up and got a proper job and a career yeah. and everything, and now thinks he's still fine with Sean, but thinks Ed hates Ed. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, Ed technically doesn't live there. Does he? He's 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 just turned up and not really ever gone home. Yes, yeah. um, <laughs> that, that's that's right. And um, Sean's got this girlfriend, um, yeah. played by Liz. 
Liz, played by Kate Ashfield. Yeah. Um, and these other friends who are Liz's friends. Yeah. David and another one. Di- Diane. Yes, exactly. Diane, yes. <laughs> uh, and they're played by Dylan Moran and by the girl from the office. Lucy Davis. Exactly. Whatever happened to her? She seems to have vanished. She was at the height of her fame. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, and Jessica Stevenson is um, playing a kind of version of Daisy, I think. So uh, called called Yvonne, yeah. but yeah. It's, it's implied that this is um, <coughs> an, old an old friend of Sean's, yeah. possibly yeah. someone whom he's lived with before when yeah. he's living with now. Yeah, and she sort of appears in there very briefly and then later on in a in a, in a, she, she, for a she, sight gag and then and then turns up near the end she she, she appears once in each yeah, act yeah. actually watching it again you can see this very rigorously follows the three act structure the traditional three yeah. act structure of, uh, of of cinema and the first act is is this little story about Sean and um, his relationship sort of collapses because he yeah. screws up on a date uh, well, fails to book the restaurant, and um, um, and his relationship with his parents is difficult because yeah. his, da- his real dad has died, and he doesn't like his stepdad. Yeah. Um, so it's a nice little story, sitcomy type story about that. But in the background, civilization <laughs> is collapsing because <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, <coughs> there's. Um, uh, it starts off with news reports of this. Yeah. Um, is it a comet or a satellite or something exploding yeah, over the south? It, it doesn't really. Yeah, there's not. It's, that's not dwelled on too much. That's a very background detail, um, which picks up on something. Which because um, this is, this film takes a lot of. Um, it is very heavily influenced by the George Romero. Okay, yeah, and that, that that's a kind of Night of the Living Dead reference, which is thrown yeah. in kind of very close to the beginning. It's on the news because they keep ignoring yeah. the news, which yeah. is telling them that things are getting yeah. worse and worse. And there's because um, there's a repeated shot of Sean going very, to the corner shop. Yeah, and, and, and they're <laughs> very preoccupied. I think that what's great about it is they're so preoccupied with their own lives that they actually just fail to notice anything. And again, because and as as you get in into the, the film, the sirens are going off and yeah. <laughs> they're. Uh, um, the homeless people start eating pigeons. <laughs> but there's, there's, there's a great bit right at the very beginning, though, where there, there is the intro and it's the little music and it's just bits of everyday life that mimics sort of zombified behaviour. Yeah, and this was this was a, a um, yeah with the, the, the hoodies work. and the, 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 the kids with the hoodies don't that bit doesn't quite work. But then like there's the 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 checkout girls scanning the and, and, things at the checkout and, and the um, with the supermarket yeah, trolleys yeah. and there's the kid with the football I didn't really get that because zombies don't play football but anyway yeah. <laughs> that was in the top. Oh, no there's a bit, a bit yeah and, and and yeah that also and, again, and if that you've also ever mirrors seen... sequences in Dawn of the Dead where the zombies actually sort of mimic human shopping centre behaviour by wandering aimlessly around shops and up and down escalators. <laughs> the, um, that you've ever seen, you probably did watch Dead Set. Yeah. The Charlie Brooker thing yeah. that was on E4, which yeah. was 
Big Brother during a zombie outbreak. Well, the whole conceit of that is that Big Brother's turning people into zombies. Yeah. Um, but that is a point made quite a lot better in about two minutes in Shaun of the Dead. Yeah. So <laughs> and 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 again in, in Dawn of the Dead. It, that was more a statement on consumerism, but it, yeah. It's, it, yeah, it still has the same message from, from a film in the, the early 70s. Yes, I mean, and so they restates that point yes. in, with yeah. considerable economy and to then Charlie Booker took five episodes <laughs> to make that point. I didn't actually mind Dead Set. No. It was just I didn't like the ending. Were well, the zombies quite quick in that? Or did I yeah, that? no, they were, they were. But... um. That was a, that was a thing around that sort of time. The problem Class is zombies. The ending was making a point rather than actually doing anything with the characters, and I didn't like that. There's a there's a reference to did you did you pick this up? Because um, obviously, Twenty Eight Days Later was a at the end yeah, film around that sort of time. There was a reference to that in this film. The rage virus, it, right? yeah, yeah, the rage rage monkeys. Yeah, yeah, I just and is that that's on the news bit, isn't it? Right at the end, the end I think. yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> But anyway, <laughs> coming Sorry. back to the first, yeah, the first, the first act, um, it, it, it's it's really technically good. I mean, I haven't described it very well, but it's extraordinary. Over the course of about half an hour, this this little London suburb starts yeah. off completely normal life, and by the end of it, civilization has collapsed. Yeah. His last yeah. visit to the shop. There's bodies lying over the bed. That's, that's what I like. <laughs> yeah. So he just steps over it. There are zombies in the distance. Yeah. He goes into the shop. The shop owner is now a zombie. Oh, and that, no, but 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 he opens the um, the fridge door and it's covered with bloody yeah, handprints, yeah. which he doesn't see. No. Gets his coke out, yeah. slips on, obviously on blood, but doesn't really. <laughs> doesn't. And then and then and then he just leaves the um, the, the money on the. On, on the counter because the zombie guy he's ignored he's sham- shambling towards him the yeah. zombie shopkeeper and he underpays by 15p which is actually yeah. referenced later which I think was really cool oh I missed that oh uh, when the um, uh, the, the zombie shopkeeper appears at the end right he's holding his hand out as if to say where's my 15p there is another bit about that isn't there um I like. Well, you can get onto it a bit later, but it's to do with his stepdad, Philip. It's another kind oh, of. Oh yeah, yeah. It's, 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 in fact, yeah, it's a similar game. Yeah. Um, that kind of takes us on to to Act, act Two because once incidentally, there's the, in the whole. Oh, nearly got into Act Two, but not quite. <laughs> in, in in the Act One bit, there's there's a, um, a an interesting little thing in which both Sean and Ed. Prophesize things accidentally that are going to happen later on. Yeah. There's a bit where where Ed, the first one of the first bits is the bit where Ed is in the pub with Sean and Sean's just broken up with Liz and he's all upset and he says it's not the end of the world. Yeah. Um, Ed again says something to Pete when Pete's getting annoyed with them for playing the music really loud. He, he goes, next time I see you, you're dead. Yeah. And also there's a bit earlier on you said the boy playing football. As Sean comes out to go to the shop the first time, the boy kicks the ball, I think, at him or, or something like that. And he goes, oi, you're dead. At which point the next time he sees him, he is dead. So there's, 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 quite, there's quite an interesting little sort of accidental foreshadowing of those things. Well, that's right. And just restating the point again about how 
you know, just impressively detailed descriptors in in the pub and in the Winchester Arms, the, the pub they're going to, yeah. when they're having that conversation. Um, Ed, Ed's trying to cheer um, Sean up by saying, yeah. look at these rich and varied characters and he gives little background um sketches yeah. to all the all the different uh, pub regulars yeah but every single one of those characters we see what happens to later uh, yeah. it's the little background things yeah. they never make yeah. a point of it but no. every single one we see yeah. we see their fate yeah um which is really lovely uh, but moving on now to act two <laughs> where um sean sean, sean and ed uh realize so finally realize the, the zombie apocalypse is at hand um, yeah. And and um, it's really economical. There's no kind of disbelief, really. It's quite good. They, uh, there's just a, a zombie in the garden, and then another zombie <coughs> comes in the garden, and they quickly kind of joke. Even it's like they're not yeah, really that. Yeah. But they, they know it's a zombie, but then they're they're, they're not yeah. panicking. They're kind of like, right, we're going to fight the zombies. Yeah. Yeah. Well, first of all, they're sort of winding her up, aren't they? Making fun of her. And yeah, a bit too much love. Yeah, but that's before they realise she's yeah, a zombie. Yeah. But, but 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 yeah, after after but even after they even after they know because because basically they accidentally kill her, but she's already dead. She yeah. gets up. Yeah, and then pale her on um um one of those parasol stands. Yeah, yeah, parasol. Um, but it, but it's very economical because it's it's like they go they don't actually. Have to really explain it to them because they're yeah. kind of like, uh, oh yeah, zombies, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> brilliant. Because yeah, yeah. it can be quite boring when watching characters catch up with the audience. Yeah, like, yeah. those kind of explanations. There's no real disbelief. It's all kind of right. This is a zombie film. Now we're going to deal yeah. with this. And, um, and then it helps that another one turns up who's slightly over. more disfigured and yeah. big chunks taken out of his face. And, and, uh, yeah, and then you've got the, the the running joke about them not bothering to shut the front door. Comes, yeah, as obviously yeah. you're going to. Um, a zombie comes in the front door <laughs> after the TV tells them to secure their homes yeah. and they go oh yeah we don't actually do that um, and the zombie that comes in the front door is the wedding like the best the guy who's been to the wedding yes. who's, yeah. who we've, really, who's, we've actually yeah. seen in the shop so yeah. he must have been zombified virtually like on, on the middle day on the middle visit to the shop must have been yeah. virtually immediately after that yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he's yeah uh, but um, they, they then um, Sean decides he's going to sort his life out so he um, he, he rounds up his, ex, his by now ex-girlfriend sadly yeah. accidentally rounds up um, David and Diane yeah and then they go and round up um, uh, his mum and stepdad as well yeah uh, tragically his stepdad's been I do like been, well, like, well, like Pete well, as like, well I like the idea though that, that, that there's a bit further on where he's talking to his mum on the phone and We'll get on to Penelope Wilton in a minute because she's great in this. Yeah, that's that's sure as well. And uh, uh, there's a bit where they're talking on the phone and he's he's discussing um, afterwards what they're going to do with Ed and he's saying right we go over to uh, we get take Pete's car we go over to um, to my mum's then we go to Liz's and we have a cup of tea and let it all blow over. Yeah. And there's a couple of versions of that where the details change afterwards, but. what I like about that, in all of them, he, his assumption is is that his stepfather Philip is a zom- zombie who's going to be attacking his mother, and they'll have to do him in. Yeah. So he's a sort of like uh, stepdad, uh, sort of homicide fantasy 
going on. That's right. And then, and then he gets there for real, and of course he's not dead. No. He's just, yeah. he's just, just, you know, a bit poorly. Yeah. And he's played by Bill Nye. He's uh, really good in this as well. Yes. It, in fact, it, it does have quite a good cast. It has an excellent cast. Um, uh, and like like Bill Nye, who was um, kind of on the cusp of gaining a film reputation, but wasn't too famous for yeah. them yet. But isn't yeah, I mean it's got a fantastic cast. Yeah. yeah. Unfortunately though, um, poor old Jessica Stevenson. She was kind of left behind because she doesn't. She's only a supporting character in this. She doesn't ride the wave like like maybe no. some of the like Simon Pegg definitely did, and Nick Frost no. definitely did. No. Um, Yes. Well, Dylan Moran was very big in 2004. Yeah, yeah. He was in Black Books and had done. Um, is it How Do You Want Me? Yeah, yeah. How Do You Want Me? Yeah. Which I really enjoyed. Um, I just did um Ah. <laughs> I, I I really like Dylan Moran. He hasn't done so much in recent years. I think he's concentrated. Yeah, he's come back to his stand up. Yeah. Uh, which is really good. I did it yeah. again. Stop it. Stop it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I have to pull myself up every time I do um because otherwise I, I do a hundred of them in a podcast and then you can't listen to it. Yeah, we might be here. It'd be a really, really long podcast though if you did that. Pulled yourself up on every um. Especially if we then discuss me doing yeah. that. So let's not do that anymore. No. Okay. Back to Shaun of the Dead. <laughs> What's that now? Um, oh now? no! <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we've got to get this back on track quick. Right, the, 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 sec- the second act is kind of the plan. The, yeah, the plan. The, 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 them um, deciding what they're going to do and how they're going to actually get there. They, um, they decide in the end they're going to hold up in the, the pub. Yeah. And they get into the pub and then it's the third act. But that is to avoid mentioning the great appearance of Yvonne in the second act. Because the, the five survivors, yep. Sean, Ed, Liz, Diane and David, yep. meet Yvonne, who has a, assembled a mirror group of survivors. Oh, and, and Sean's mum. This is, oh, this is on the journey to... Oh, the yeah. Oh, Sean's mum. There's six of them, yeah. yeah. After... after um, they, they, they have to abandon... Well, Ed firstly trashes Pete's car, doesn't he? When they when they've all gone inside, deliberately Sean's trashes mum. it so he can have so he the can Jaguar. drive the the, the Jag, um, Sean's stepdad's Jag, and then of course they find out that that his stepdad's been bitten, and he there's very nice actually a, a nice little touching reconciliation scene between Sean, between and, Sean and, and Philip, which is which is very nicely done, and then then of course he turns into a zombie. And they have to abandon the car, and that's when it gets onto the really good other little sight gag, which is you've got um, uh, Philip in the car trying to get them all, and they all, all get out of the car and they struggle because the child locks are still on, and um, he, he he's, uh, Philip's now a zombie going, Aah! and they they all walk away from the car, and you can see him in the car. And, and they Sean's the, trying to provide, trying to persuade his mum that that's not her yeah, husband anymore. No. That's uh, yeah, and and of course uh, they they put the stereo on in the car, which is blaring out really loud music, and you see Philip reaching across like he's trying to grab one of them or whatever. He's still inside the car, 
and he, and he sort of reaches towards him like zombies do. And then, and then, Sean, and then so, Sean, hang on, Sean says, there's nothing of your husband no. left. And then so he turns the music off, because earlier on he'd been <laughs> complaining about the music being too loud. <laughs> yeah, yeah no, that, that, that is very good. It's just such a good scene. You know, the, the first time I watched this a long time ago, I was kind of focusing on the... <laughs> I just just enjoyed it. Yeah. I didn't really see quite how well done it was. It was only no. it's only me watching it for this podcast, yeah. which is the third time I saw it. That I actually had to stand back and just admire how really brilliantly written and directed it is. Yeah, performed as well, but I already knew that. But written yeah. and directed, yeah. really yeah. excellent. And uh, the third act carries that on. When uh, yeah, but getting back, we, we you were talking about going on the journey from the pub and oh, the, yeah, the yeah, before you, and, and it, you met Yvonne and that leads up to that sight gag where she's got a gang of people as well who are a, a kind of mirror image of Sean's group and what's fantastic about it because it wouldn't work at all apart no. from everyone in Yvonne's group is equally as famous yeah as, as the and people. it's the only time they appear yeah <laughs> so, so you've got literally uh, throwing away so you've got Martin, Martin Freeman, Freeman who's just as big as Simon Pegg yeah. was then is yeah. now um, and you've you've got Rishi Smith as the evil one, like like Dylan Moran. Yeah. And you you've got um, Tamsin Gregg. Yeah. From Black Books, who I really love. Yeah. And um, and she's the, the 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 Diane copy with the hat. Yeah. And you've got Julia Deakin, who is um, in space. In space, Marsha. Uh, someone's mum. <laughs> yeah, and and she yeah she's somebody's mum, and then then you had. Um, Matt Lucas, right at the end, as the 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 Ed character. Yeah, and then they all say hello to each other. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, that that's a very good gag. It might not mean anything if you didn't know who everyone was. No. <laughs> but it's, yeah. but there's loads of good gags in that though. There's um just just the bit where they're they're going through the gardens and there's that that house with the zombies in that. that Sean's mum thinks she knows who they are. <coughs> and then obviously one of the zombies comes through and attacks them and they end up... Um, doesn't he get skewered on... Um, yes, he does. He, he, is, is it a washing, up, washing line pole? I can't remember. Or something. He gets skewered on something. What, yeah, some kind of spike but there, but there's, there's some great, And that leads to the bit where, where Diane, who is uh, an actress, who's not, not a particularly successful one, is... Um, Trying to coach them in being like zombies, because but, they, they but they a line, but a line I missed the last what, time I watched it was that, that that's inspired by them. Somebody saying, "We're not going to get anywhere standing around here moaning." <laughs> <laughs> At which point, the zombie stuck on the impaled on the spike goes. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's, it's and there's <laughs> a brilliant bit. So I just, I just liked where they're uh, practicing their zombie things, and um, Sean's mum is standing there looking all fraught and just, just miserable. And and Diane's going, congratulations! Oh, that's 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 really really good, Barbara. That's fantastic. At which point Barbara says, "Sorry, dear, I was miles away." <laughs> Yeah, that's another good line. But they're, they're doing this yeah. so so that they can get through the crowd of zombies and into the pub. Yeah. Which sort of works, apart from the pub's locked. Yeah. 
and in, but they do get in the pub, but they attract attention to all the zombies, and uh, so Sean has to run off to lead the zombies all away. They get into the pub. Sean comes back. Everything's great, apart from unfortunately he hasn't actually led the zombies away. No. There's a massive crowd of zombies laying siege to the pub, and the yeah. third act is the zombies lay siege to the pub and they get in. Yeah. The third act of- is essentially the third act of Night of the Living Dead. Yeah, apart from setting a pub. Yeah. And I can now reveal the answer to last week's <laughs> cliffhanger. <laughs> well, Paul asked, could I guess the moment he inappropriately laughed in the cinema <laughs> to Shaun of the Dead? And the answer was, of course, yes, I could. It was when Dylan Moran has his intestines ripped out. It was indeed. <laughs> Although I have to say, when I watched this time round, that I found that slightly more horrific. I don't know if that's because I'm older, and I generally find gory things a bit more horrible. It's quite, it's quite weird. As I've got, as I've got older, I've definitely veered away from the more. I think it's parent gory, gory films, and more into the like, you know, creepier stuff. No. And I think it might be that. But yeah, I didn't find it funny watching it. Some, well, maybe a little bit, but. Not really. Uh, yeah, I, I think it is quite amusing when when um, Diane starts attacking the zombies with with his leg, though. <laughs> That's quite funny. Yeah, because he's ripped apart. The zombies ripped them apart. But um, I just did it again. But there's a fantastic bit before that, where that is actually genuinely very tense. Which is when you've you've had the bit where Sean's mum she she got bitten by the on the way to the pub, and and she's going to turn into a a zombie, but she didn't want to tell anyone because she didn't want to be be any bother, <laughs> which I love. And there's this, there's a kind of Mexican standoff because yeah. Sean Sean won't shoot her. Yeah, and then David basically goes a bit psycho. There's some bit there's some bits in that where I don't know if this is intentional. Not being a film that I don't, I, I don't know if I've ever really seen it, but there's a bit where David goes goes a bit psycho and he's he's holding the gun in such a way that he, 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 and I don't know if this is deliberate, where he looks very like Dustin Hoffman and Straw Dogs. I'm sure it is deliberate. I'm sure. It and must I wonder be if that was deliberate because that's obviously a film where Dustin Hoffman is a fairly regular guy who who. But then the scene is the, the scene is straw dogs is not dissimilar. They're, yeah. they're trapped in their house under siege from yeah. the villagers, aren't they? Yeah. So I just <laughs> and then, then Dustin Hoffman kills them all, doesn't he? In the kind of suddenly going badass <laughs> sort of way. I don't know. I can't. Remember I might be misremembering I that. I, maybe, but <laughs> no, I think he does. But Dylan Moran doesn't do that. No, he dies. <laughs> but it but it reminded me a lot of that, and I did think that might have been deliberate. There's there's almost one bit where he's standing and it's almost in a very there's a very famous still from Straw Dogs of Dustin Hoffman standing in a particular way with a gun. I know the one and, you mean. And, and I think th- this this almost looks identical to that. I suppose he's doing. But I, I found that bit. I was like really hooked on that bit, and I kind of, at that point I had forgotten that it, it's meant to be funny. When I first watched this, I didn't think it was funny enough. Right. Because it's not as funny as space. I no. mean, we were just sitting there chortling away to that space. Yeah, so we were. There's a lot of jokes. Yeah. Jokes in it, but 
Shaun of the Dead is, is all character. And this is yeah. the way you have to approach a movie. Yeah. You couldn't have 90 minutes of, of broad humour because people would get no. bored. So, so you have to have the characters to, to take take you along. And the writing is good enough that it works. It's yeah. a great thing. Like D- David is in love with Liz. And, yeah. And, 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 yeah. And, uh, and he's going out with... Um, Diane is kind of a consolation, and everyone kind of knows this the whole film, and yeah. you can see yeah. it. You can yeah. see it, then, but then then they talk about it at the end, yeah, just to make it absolutely. absolutely I mean, clear I mean, what's it going. does have it does have some sort of barely obvious gags every now and then. I mean, there's the bit where Sean vaults over the fence and it collapses, which is a joke that's then repeated in Hot Fuzz, and also uh, World's End as well. Famous <laughs> jumping gag. It is funny every time. <laughs> yeah. Now there is, oh, there is broad humour, but it, it, not actually a lot of it. No, a lot of character stuff. Yeah, I mean there there are, there are sequences that again that are very, like you said, there's lots of character stuff, but then they have bits that are very um, contrived for the sake of being funny. It doesn't stop them from being funny but say like the bit where they've they're in the pub and they've the jukebox has come on and it's don't stop me now by queen and at the same time you've got david trying to flick the switches to find out turn the lights off and this kind of thing and it and it's this whole you've got all the zombies outside going holding their arms up and the lights flashing and it's obviously like been deliberately contrived to look like a rock concert. Oh yeah, no, that's very good. And 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 it's it's yeah, and it, it, it's sort of done on done on purpose, but it 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 works. It's not it's quite, not a character quite, moment. And it, that's quite it exciting works. sequence as well. Yeah, that's the zombie landlord, isn't it? That yeah, that's that's a bit yeah. He comes in a bit later. That's great. <laughs> All just, yeah, because he, yeah, he's in that and they're all, they're all doing the synchronised smacking him. <sighs> which which, which well. is, is quite funny but also horrible because yeah. they're, they're, they're inflicting head injuries on him but they're not really taking him out. <laughs> so no, they're just, no. <laughs> just committing an act of horrible violence, really. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think I, th- I think it works like... Like like the whole film really works. The ending, yeah. even the ending. Yeah. Um, you've got Liz and Ed, who's been bitten. Yeah. By Pete, actually, by zombie. Yeah, Pete. yeah. That's right. You got Sean, and they think they're going to die, and then they realise that um, Sean and Liz can get out, and they sort of leave Ed, and and then they they get out through the cellar back into the street. And they're about to die, and yeah. then the army's come and save them because Yvonne, who knows they were at the pub, yeah. has led the army back. And yeah. then that's obviously the start of the, the fight back, and the yeah. everything's cleared. Yeah. Which is yeah. the same in Night of the Living Dead. There's, I know there's, yeah. there's a yeah. different kind of ending yeah. in Night of the Living Dead. The army shoot the hero, don't they? Yeah, they do. Yeah. Sorry for the spoilers, everyone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but in, in this, they properly save him, and then there's a, a kind of cut it's to everything epi- it's like an epilogue everything's it, back to normal everything's back to normal except there that the, the, there are there are zombies integrated into the normal world and they 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 have them doing menial jobs like 
collecting trolleys in supermarkets and and doing it in a, in a sequence that sort of mirrors a lot of the very first sequence right at the beginning of the film yes and also also they have the the, the keith chagrin it's a knockout kind of bit with the zombies very very well. briefly yeah. on the tv <laughs> which is quite funny and then they show but the whole point of this so Sean's back with Liz, they're obviously living yeah, happily together. Yeah. But then Sean, with Liz's approval, goes out yeah. into the shed where Zombie Ed yeah. is being <laughs> kept. <laughs> and um, they play video games together. It's like, um, so Sean has, has achieved through his heroism yeah. and through his go-getting attitude yeah. the perfect balance of relationship yeah. and best mate. He's got what he wanted by actually getting off his backside and doing something. Didn't wait for it to happen. Yeah, lesson for us all there. I think. I, th- I think I think it is. I think it is. So it's it's a it's a really good film. Much yeah. much much better than I even remembered it. Yeah, yeah. And I had this experience because I watched Hot Fuzz just a few weeks ago, having thought it was very silly. The yeah. second in the yeah the Cornetto trilogy as it became with Sean was the first, yeah. and it was that was a lot better than I remembered it. Yeah, and the world's end, the third and final film, is that's pretty good as well. Yeah, probably that will improve on a second and a third viewing as yeah. well. Yeah, I, 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 no, I watched that fairly recently, thanks to you, and that that was um, yeah, no, I really enjoyed that. But so it, Hot Puzzles is an action film, yeah. comedy action film, and the world's end is a comedy sci-fi film. Yeah, yeah, and perhaps harking back. Even to Sean of the Dead, that moment was yeah. it's the end of the world. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it, it, I, I really like the world's end, but don't like the ending. Although obviously, given no. the name of the film, the ending does make sense. So yeah. you don't like it. No, but it is funny. Yeah, it's yeah. funny. And um, in each but again, like in Sean of the Dead, the, the there's a bit of integration between the the sort of monsters and and the, the ordinary people in that film. Yes, yes, that's right. That, that doesn't happen in Hot Fuzz. Well, no, not to the same extent, but the monsters in Hot Fuzz are really the village elders, aren't <laughs> <Yeah>. they? <laughs> they just all go to prison. <laughs> but really important that those films are not horror films. No. It, it was obvious from Spaced that not really horror Simon Pegg Edgar Wright they're not really interested in British horror they, but no, I think, I think no. they probably like it but it's not a yeah. big influence no. on them after Shaun of the Dead they didn't go on to make British horror films they went on to make other stuff yeah. Yeah. Uh, Simon Pegg has made another horror film if you a comedy horror film a remake of Flesh and the Fiends you might call it it's not it's <laughs> That Burke and Hare thing that everybody hates. All right. It's quite phenomenal how much people hate that, okay. actually. Well, I've <laughs> never it, seen it. So. No, no. I mean, what puts me off watching it is the fact that no one has a good word to say. If you've got a good word to say about Burke and Hare, <laughs> please let us know. I, I, is that the one with Andy Serkis? Yeah. yeah. And Isla Fisher. It may is have it? Isla Fisher in it. Yeah. It's got Christopher Lee in it. Has it? Yeah. Okay. Maybe that's something to do on this podcast at some point well possibly 
<laughs> like just, I say, it does have a really feeble reputation. Just, I don't know if this is intentional as well. I'm just getting back to that, that Shaun of the Dead film we, we were talking about a minute ago. Um, oh, I remember, yeah. Going back right to the beginning when we were talking about the episode of Space that inspired it. Yeah. That episode of Space was um, based around Resident Evil 2 which is a, a was, PlayStation yeah. game for you, you youngsters out there who know it's not available on the Xbox or it might be. Actually, Resident Evil is still going, isn't it? As a series. Oh, I imagine it must be. I think. Is Jessica Willie still going? No. It's a shame. No. Um, but but there's a bit right at the end, near the end of Shaun of the Dead when they leave the, the pub and they're struggling to get out from the cellar. And then they come across a lift that has a big green button, big button thing on there with a red and green button. And they do, and I swear that this must be a, a little homage to Resident Evil 2, because in Resident Evil 2, you come across that sort of thing all the time. And I, I do believe, I haven't played it for a long time, but I do believe there is a bit where there is a lift. And when you go after it, up, when, when you approach it, it does a, a quick cutaway to, to the. Um, to the controls. Well, it's another even more obvious. And I think that that, that is. A I'm sure you're right. That I mean, at the, at the beginning, in, in the first act, Ed is playing video games while Sean goes yeah. to work. I don't know. Is that a Resident Evil uh, game he's playing, or just a, a no, generic they're, game? They're, they're not. They're playing. They're, I think I did look up somewhere what they're playing, but it's probably not that interesting. I'm quite interested. No, no, they're playing Time Splitters because that's what's that's what's credited in, at the end. Time Splitters and Time Splitters Two. Probably a product placement thing. Yeah. I remember seeing adverts for that. I never played it though. It's a first-person shooter. Yes, much in the style of Resident Evil. Yeah, that's not not too bad. But of course, that moment is hot back in the third act when they yeah. get this shotgun uh, and. Um, the advice that Sean gives Ed about shoot him, don't miss that, blah, 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 yeah, blah, yeah, it, yeah. on the game, is very similar yeah, when yeah. they've got a real shotgun. Like, I'll get him. Yeah. Well, it's done yeah. from a first person. first person perspective as well. Uh, but also kind of um, the idea of, of shouting at your mate, get him, do that yeah. kind of thing. Obviously, the, the social experience of the game. And I, yeah. I, think, I think video games are what Peg and Wright really liked rather than horror films yeah I think so yeah so I would say great really good film not a new dawn for British horror no maybe a new dawn for British comedy there was because the ones that came after it that they were still comedy and Simon Pegg made other comedy films as well um as everyone probably knows I imagine most people have actually heard of Simon Pegg yeah um and that Star Trek film where he plays Irishy. That's just nicking the joke Welshy from an uh, episode of Futurama. It was a homage. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay then. Right, uh, uh, I think. Is I, there anything more to say on uh, Shaun of the Dead? I'm sure there are loads of other little details we could go on and on about, but I think. I think I've got my point across. Yeah. Well, well, but I think it's really great. Fantastic film. I think it's only incidentally British horror, but yeah, it's still great. And I also think it signals the end of the relationship 
between Simon Pegg and Jessica Stevenson and the beginning of the, the, the Pegg and Wright and, and Frost triumvirate which I understand is going to produce more films they are working on I don't know if Nick Frost is going to be in it but I know Pegg and Wright are working yeah. on another film yeah and thank goodness thank goodness for that yeah that's let, good and I mean it, 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 there's a f- and Nick Frost is quite a likeable character not related it, to this I kind of I quite well unless you watch Hyperdrive very well, yeah obviously yeah. It's difficult I, to forgive I, him for I, hyperdrive. I, I can vaguely, and I might get letters for this, and and emails and general abuse. But I can I can wholeheartedly recommend um, Cuban Fury as a as a kind of cheesy romance film to watch with your your other half if they're not into horror. Do you know? I'm sorry. I thought you just said that you recommend <laughs> Cuban Fury. It was good as well. <laughs> I did, but it's mainly down to Nick Frost being quite a, a, a likable guy. But you're not going to recommend Hyperdrive while you're at it, are you? No. No, no one should ever recommend Hyperdrive. If you really, really, really love Red Dwarf, then you should watch. watch Red Dwarf. You should watch an episode of Hyperdrive <laughs> just to see what it could have been like. Yeah. It'd been awful. Yeah. Um. Anyway, that's not really relevant. Let's do the questions thing. We've got these three questions. Okay. So the first one is: Is did we like this film? Mm. And I think we can both say a big no. Yes, we did. Oh yes, yes, the yes, yeah, I like this. This film, yeah, I like this film. Yeah. Um. The other one. Uh, well, let's do them both together. Was it scary, and does it hold up today? not really scary zombie films aren't really scary no zombie films tend to be quite funny zombie films are quite comedic anyway yeah so it's not scary yeah it holds up yeah definitely I mean there's a great bit in Dawn of the Dead where there's and it's actually even better when you watch it another time but there's a zombie that um, gets its head cut at the top of its head sliced off by a helicopter blade but it, but it's kind of like when you watch it again, it, you, you know it's going to happen because the guy playing the zombie has a big artificial <laughs> <laughs> head on the top, which just as part of the makeup, and you just know, yeah, go on, you just wait for the bit where it slices the top of his head off, and it's just funny. Yeah. Zombie films are funny. I don't know. I remember seeing lots of the. There was lots banned in the early eighties. And I remember seeing a few of them. Uh, Zombie Flesh Eaters was one of them that was banned for ages. Yeah, that's right, yeah. And I I remember watching that and finding that hilarious. Because zombies are just funny. I've actually watched very few zombie films because I don't really like them. No. It's not my kind of thing. I I, I don't mind Night of the Living Dead, but I do think it started a kind of... It started to move away from the British horror style. Yeah, I I think zombies have been a bit overdone. Recent recent years as well. I think they've lost their appeal a little bit for me. I, and I don't really see it work. It's it's not a British thing. It's deliberately used here as something that's not in a million years got anything to do with the contemporary London setting yeah. in order to produce yeah. a counterpoint. And I think to that degree it works, but I don't actually think a British zombie film really in, does work. Incidentally, and I don't really like them anyway. Incidentally, a real zombie apocalypse would never work in real life. That's good news. Of course, there is another famous big British zombie film I do like. It's 28 Days Later, which yeah. is more that more like something yeah. that might actually happen. 
Yeah. I hope it but they're not real zombies in that, though, because they, they, they they're fast. But the whole point is, is that they've got some some manufactured adrenaline kind of illness thing that effectively kind of it makes them makes zombie them like zombie like, but super fast because they've they've got rage and they've got kind of mm. a load of adrenaline and stuff. I mean that's quite good. Um, I mean maybe one day we'll we'll do that film because there's a whole sequence set in a what used to be a um, Budgeons on top of the court road, which is now uh, Sainsbury's, and they filmed a whole section in there after the Budgeons closed down. That's where I used to go and get my lunch occasionally. That's gold dust. There we go. That. We will save that for when we do that, and I'll repeat it again, and, we, and we'll we pretend probably that we should, didn't, but didn't hear it that time. Around. But yeah, no, um, Shaun of the Dead is is great, and I do I do really like it. So. What are we going to cover next week? Another zombie film? Well, no, I say next week. It won't be next week. No, obviously. next time. Um, well, um, one point we want zombie film incidentally we should cover is, is Plague of Zombies, the Hammer film. We should do that somewhere. We we're get. not going to do that next time, though. Next time we're we're entering the month of October, which is uh, which is Halloween time, and so in order to celebrate that, we're going to do some Halloween related things and the first of those is we're going to go back to Halloween of 1990 I want to say 2 but it might be 91 Four. whatever year Ghostbots was on that year <laughs> yeah oh, oh, oh I ruined it, it <laughs> I ruined it <laughs> so um, we, we're going to discuss the the, the, the BBC um, Michael Parkinson Starring horror vehicle Ghost Watch, and hopefully um, during that podcast, no one will panic and accidentally go and injure themselves or or, or do themselves in or anything. Well, I'm so terrified because I've, I've watched this. I've watched this twice, and it's so scary. I yeah. really don't even want to rewatch it again. It's that scary. But for science and for a very British horror, I'm going to go yeah. in. I'm going to do it. So, yep, so that will be the first of our October Halloween podcasts. Um, you never know, we might do something a bit more interesting as well, as so a bit of a bonus, but we'll... A bit more interesting. Let's tell the Ghostwatch <laughs> podcast then. We might, <laughs> we might do, some, do something we might better. Do something, we might do a few bonus, bonus things, you never know. Um, but yes, yeah, so get watching Ghostwatch. It might still be on YouTube if you're very lucky. But don't... But obviously, obviously don't watch it on YouTube. No, it would have been no. uploaded illegally. Go and buy the DVD. That's what I did. I have bought the DVD. Incidentally, with Shaun of the Dead, we should have finished. People have stopped listening. <laughs> no, I know. Incidentally, in Shaun of the Dead, there's actually quite a, a bit that is amusing for about five minutes. If you go and listen to the commentaries, there's three commentaries on the DVD. I think there's there's one with Simon Pegg and Edgar Wright, and then there's one with Penelope Wilton and some of the other act, actors, and then there's a third one which is with the zombies, which is just worth listening to about the first ten minutes of that. I'm going to do that now. I'm going to stop talking and I'm going to go and do that now. Anyway, we're we're, we're we should go now because like because yeah because you everyone else has gone. <laughs> I've and been Chris Denton. <laughs> And I and I still am poor monk. Good night. <laughs>